to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. Today's episode 152, and it's entitled, You Don't Have to Pretend to Feel a Certain Way. You know, as singles, it's, it's interesting because we go through so many different emotions. Sometimes in the course of a few minutes. You know, it's interesting, as I look at my nieces and nephews, especially my littlest nephews, they go through a range of emotions, sometimes in the matter of a minute. They can be happy for 10 seconds, they can be upset for 10 seconds, they can be back to, t- back to happy for 10 seconds, then they can be laughing for another 10 seconds. You know, but for whatever reason, like if we saw somebody doing that as an adult, experiencing a wide array of emotions, we would probably think something of that. We would probably think they were a bit off. And some people might even think more extreme thoughts if they have, you know, multiple personality disorder or something of a sort. Do you know what they really have? Kids are so in tune with their emotions. And, I, and because they haven't been contaminated from the world yet, they just let themselves be. You know, I, tonight I, I ended up going, I went out with some friends, and then we happened to be by this arcade that I go to at times. And I decided to stop by the arcade and, pl- and play some pinball games. And it was interesting because at first, it was like, it was cool being there, but I wasn't like overly ec- ecstatic and enjoy- like overjoyed. And I didn't make anything of it. Now, in the past, there was a time, probably a few years back, when I happened to be in, in the Midwest. We happened to be flipping a house. And that time I also went to an arcade. And I almost, and I forced myself to be happy. I I forced myself to try to be happy. I I, I still remember sitting there, and it's like, well, I I should be happy. I'm here doing something that I enjoy. Why aren't I feeling happy? The truth was that was a really hard time of life. I didn't have people nearby me that I was close to. And I, I never really got terribly close to anybody up there. And I was sad and I was lonely. But other mornings I was fine. Why do we have to turn everything into a thing? 
We really do. Like we get so caught up in all of our thinking. We almost want to have like a specific reason that we are the way that we are or that we're acting the way that we are. What if it were possible for you just to have a wide array of emotions? Unlike last time when I tried to essentially force myself to be happy, you know, a few years back. Tonight, I just kind of let myself be. I just allowed myself to be. I allowed myself to just be in the space I was in. I didn't say, oh my goodness, Joseph, there's, you know, you have to be happy. You have to force yourself to be happy. Allow yourself to be where you are because that's where you are. If if you happen to be in New York City, or better yet, if you happen to want to get to New York City, but you're you say you're in, like, I don't know, you're my 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 brain isn't functioning as as well as it sometimes does. It's like eleven fifty at night when I'm recording this. Um. So say you want to get to New York City and you're actually in LA, Los Angeles, but you think you're in Georgia, you're going to have a rough time getting to New York City. So for whatever reason, like we think we have to pretend to be happy. I've been doing this for years, guys. And, and no, but before I say that, like I, I generally am pretty happy. But lately I've had these experiences where people almost feel like there's no chinks in my armor whatsoever. I mean, I I mean some stuff that happens doesn't even make sense. I, I do have to tell you guys a super funny story. Whether it makes any sense or not, I just have to tell you this because it was really funny. So this last weekend, I, I flew up to uh, Seattle, Washington, and we had a, conf- a coaching conference about an hour and a half north of that. So on the plane up to Seattle, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm talking to the person next to me, and randomly, this flight attendant behind me comes up and just says, you're not that special. You haven't been on a private jet. <laughs> This this really happened, guys. Like, I am not kidding. This this really, really happened. And I was kind of floored. Like, not like annoyed, not like sad, not like, oh, I haven't been on a private jet. It's like, I was mostly just shocked. I was like, where did that come from? And, and then I kind of, I told the person next to me that, I I didn't know her before the flight, but I told this person next to me that I was gonna I, I was gonna see if I could get this flight attendant to smile. 
And so when she comes back later, I'm like, you know, I, I ask her for my, my drink and stuff. And then I just ask her and I'm like, Hey, what's your name? And she's like, I'm married and I have six kids. And I'm like, what are we doing? Is this is, like, what is going on? Like what in the actual world is going on? Like it made no sense whatsoever. I was, I was so beyond confused and and me and the person next to me like started laughing significantly about this because it, it was actually pretty hilarious in the moment. So I just want, well, it's interesting because so for, for so many years, there has been, I don't know, like you act a certain way for so long and you just become that way. So like, I, I really am guys for the most part, fairly happy, but people think I'm, and I'm, and I'm not making this up. People almost think I'm invincible. And I, and I, I don't know why, but there's this type of intensity and this type of air that I put on that's not even intentional. And I think part of that is just, you know, I, I, I rem, it was interesting. So we'll, we'll see where this, where this episode ends up going. Years ago, there was a certain motivational speaker that has an exercise that basically tells you to take your, le- your level of energy, no matter where it's at, to a 10 out of 10, and then talk about something in that excited fashion. Now, I did that, and I did that a few different times, and sometimes it's almost like I got stuck in that level 10 that I have to even like overthink of, okay, well, what am I doing now? What am I doing now? What am I doing now? And, and sometimes it can be exhausting. And it was interesting. I had, I had the opportunity at this coaching conference to be, to be coached by an amazing coach. And as we talked, I told her how I just wanted to become more of myself. Her, her name's Mara, Mara Gleason Olson. She's written a book and she's awesome. She's so cool. But we had this, she has wonderful energy and we just had this great conversation. So her and her husband were there co-leading this conference with a man named George Pransky and, and Linda Pransky. So two, two married couples were running this conference. And so as I sat with Mara, like layers and layers just kind of started to come off. And I was in a, I was in front of a large group, like there's 35 in the room. And then there was like at least 35 in the virtual room watching this. And I, I had a really hard time. And I did the best that I could. But one of the things that I learned is I don't like to be vulnerable. Because I'm not sure who's going to like it. 
I'm not sure if anyone's going to try and hurt me. I have been hurt in the past, as, I mean, many of you probably have as well. And when when you've lived life as long as a lot of us have, that's just part of the game. And, and I don't know whether it's not honoring ourselves when we just kind of say, oh, I'm fine. I think plenty of times I do it because I don't know if a person's actually asking how I'm doing. But it was interesting because one of my another coaching friend that's in the circle with me. She shared with me as I, as I shared more up in front of the room being coached. And as I really just let the armor slip off as much as I could, she said she was able to connect with me so much differently. And I can't remember because there was, you know, a lot of thoughts going through my head and there was some conversations after this with different people. But I kind of, I kind of said like, you know, like I, I feel it's my job sometimes to tell everybody what, you know, whatever message God would send them. That That's real, guys. I'm pretty sure that Heavenly Father knows I'm I'm doing the best that I can. And I don't think even when I mess up that he's up there, you know, like judging me and say, ah, Joseph, I can't believe you tried really hard and you failed. I believe he's grateful when we take an action. I also believe the less thinking that I have on my mind, the much better that I do. And so one of the things I was kind of saying is, you know, I, I basically, I don't want to, you know, be in that position where I don't know what to say. And, and, and somebody told me like, that's just part of, that's just part of being human. Like that just makes you normal. Nobody expects you to know everything and to say, you know, everything perfect all the time. You know, and and we even got to start talking about my, my nieces and nephews. And I brought up how there's nothing any of them could do to make me not love them. I don't care what it was. And now I've got, you know, awesome nieces and nephews, like, but I'm just saying, I love and care about them so much and don't care what they do or what they don't do. Well, the same way Heavenly Father loves and cares about each and every one of us. In the same way, when we don't put so much thinking on it about who we have to be or what we have to be. I mean, I've struggled for so many years 
trying to just always do the right thing. I, I didn't want to mess up. I, I, I didn't want to have the, I, I don't know what it is. I didn't want to mess up. When I was talking to one of my other mentors named Michael Neal just a couple of days ago, and I was having this conversation with him. Actually, it might have even been yesterday. Yeah, I think it was yesterday. And I, t and I said, I just don't want to mess up. And he's like, Joseph, it's great. You should try it sometime. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. It's like, yeah, Joseph, that's it's great. You should try it. We don't get things right on the first time. But the more we show up and tr the more we show up and take actions, the better off we do. And when it comes to back to our feelings of being like of not pretending, it's okay. You're honoring your feelings for where they're actually at instead of telling yourself you're wrong for having them. You don't have to hide your feelings. You don't have to hate your feelings. You don't have to get frustrated by your feelings. You just have to allow yourself to be where you are. There's a beauty in truth. If I tell other people that I'm fine exactly as I am, I know I'm lying. Plenty of times I probably just say fine because how are you is not a question. It's a greeting. And you can answer that greeting however you want. We get so caught up in our thinking in our heads, our thought-created reality that lies in our heads that we're not enjoying the present moment. You know, yesterday was the first day in years that I haven't set some sort of a timer when I read my Book of Mormon. The interesting thing about that is I enjoyed it a lot more. Like, I, I didn't want to mess up. And on Friday, I made a decision to throw away my list again.
like I I remembered I was you know I happened to be in in the temple today, and and something was brought to my remembrance, years ago when I I had certain lists that I did keep. But they weren't they weren't really lists. It wasn't like I have to do this today. I have to do this today. I have to do this. It was essentially like a thermometer on a project. Okay, this is the project. These, these are the steps that I have to take. But it wasn't broken down or anything, if, as, as long as I remember, right? And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. <laughs> um, it wasn't broken down in those, like, day by day by day. I, the more I look at it with goals, I think plenty of times, if we didn't force ourselves to do stuff, we would be better off. We don't want to even take a few moments to just be still and to think about that thing that we're doing. You're going to do so much better if you don't force yourself. I mean, I love the question that came from our, our church's general conference, but one of the ones that landed with me was, where will this lead? Where where will this decision lead? Where will this action lead? We don't know. But we have a decent feeling. And I believe that Heavenly Father can lead and guide us. You know, it's it's interesting when I threw my list away yesterday. I mean, guys, this is like even even the thought of not making absolutely perfectly sure with a timer that I read my Book of Mormon for 30 minutes. Like yesterday, that felt a bit heavy. Today, it felt a bit, a bit easier. And I, and I couldn't tell you exactly how much time I read yesterday or today. I did read. But if I'm reading just to hit a time on a clock, I'm generally focused more on that clock than on my reading. There is a natural flow of life that when we just trust it, we can get everything done we need to. And yesterday was such a great example of that. Once I threw that list away, so relieving, guys. You know, it's interesting, our, our Savior came that we would have life and that we would have it more abundantly. I don't... The, the, the adversary's plan was to come and make everything perfect, make sure we were perfect. Well, having, li- having tried to live the right life for so long. Now, I'm, I'm not talking about my spiritual beliefs or anything like that. I'm, I, I very much still believe in, in what I believe. But it's perfect as far as like never messing up. I mean, I was so pleased with, you know, that I'd read X amount of years for 30 minutes a day. But I, 
even during those times, I mean, if I was inspired to do something, plenty of times I'd just do it in that moment and I'd kind of count it on that time too because I only had so much time. Whereas yesterday, I just kind of let myself flow and let myself be guided by the Spirit. And oh my goodness, guys, yesterday was so much better. It was so much better. It was so, so much more peaceful, so much more joyful. You know, there's this idea that you know, we're here to learn on, on earth. So in Genesis 3.5, it says, For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, speaking of this fruit, of the tree, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. The thought that came to me today when I was in the temple was how we're here to experiment life and we know what's good by what feels good and what's evil by doesn't, that doesn't feel good. I, I shared in a previous podcast how one of the definitions of good is conducive to our happiness and one of the definitions of evil is, is non-conducive to our happiness. Now, this came from my scripture study yesterday when I wasn't so worried about how much time I was spending. And it says, so this is in a book of scripture called the Book of Mormon in Mosiah chapter 16, verse 10. And it says, even this mortal shall put on immortality and this corruption shall put on incorruption and shall be brought to stand before the bar of God to be judged of him according to their works, whether they be good or whether they be evil. If they be good to the resurrection of endless life and happiness. And as I was reading that, a profound thought kind of came to my mind. What if that day that we will be judged of the Lord was not one of just, okay, did you do good and did you not, did you not go around doing evil things? And what if it was more about, hey, tell me how you had joy. I gave you this beautiful gift of the Spirit to lead and guide you to those things that are going to bring you the most joy in your life. Did you listen to it? Did you follow it? The more we experiment and the more we are aware. It's like yesterday I had this awesome, awesome day. I mean, just gorgeous day. Literally just listening to the Spirit throughout the day the best that I could. And I had so many awesome things happen. Well, today was interesting because for the first part I did, you know, I woke up, woke up early, played basketball, went to the temple, and, I, and then I actually went to, uh, went, went and, and played at, at this little arcade earlier in Lake. Well, after that, I ended up watching a football game of my team who played very poorly today. It was not fun in the slightest. Well. The interesting thing about that is 
if I'm not loving the experience of watching, I don't have to watch. Like, our feelings are a barometer. They are telling us, like, hey, this is really cool or this isn't really cool. It's like tonight when I went and played, and uh, when I played pinball, I actually ended up finding this game that I never would have thought I would have enjoyed and ended up playing it for a long time because it had some really cool things in, in the game, even though I really don't like, like, I didn't care for the theme that much, but I, I loved the game. It was super fun. It was, uh, it's called Halloween is the name of the pinball machine. And, uh, it's, it's based on like a horror movie that I've ne- never seen before, but the game was super fun. I, I found myself playing it for a long time. Like, if you would just learn to trust yourself, but we waste so much energy pretending we are a certain way instead of just simply saying, you know what, I'm, I'm feeling a bit lost right now. Like, we don't have to pretend to be happy. And if you're worried what somebody's going to say when they ask you that question, just get more curious. I mean, what, what is the purpose in today's podcast? To acknowledge that every one of us has at once or another time in our life or many times even throughout the day pretended to feel feelings because we thought that if we didn't, that, I don't know, for whatever reason, you know, we pretend to be happy, we pretend to be whatever. Nobody can relate to you when you pretend to be like that. Because it's not genuine and like, if something's hollow, people feel it. I mean, just because I've been on autopilot for plenty of my life when it comes to that question, and probably also because I have no desire to answer the real question sometimes. Allow the Spirit to be your guide. Allow that peace and joy. And even I was working with a, a new client and, and they talked about long suffering and, you know, how this, like, how, how does that show up? And a lot of people are like, oh, it just, so when I'm suffering, I'm feeling the spirit. It's like, no, it's actually when you're long suffering is patience. So the spirit can give us the gift and feeling of patience. And plenty of times when we allow ourselves to be patient, we can feel that peace. So what would my invitation to be to you? Be the little kid. Be like my little nephew that can be happy one minute, upset the next, frustrated the next, and not think anything of it. Allow yourself to be who you are and who you're meant to be. 
And it will take all the pressure, all the weight, all the heaviness off of all of this. So, again, guys, whatever it is that you have felt inspired to do as a result of listening to today, go do it. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on. And you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes. So you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world. Then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.